0: This is your morning routine. Listen, respect to my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, Follow
1: Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. No, no. no, no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone.
2: Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Woo! Oh! God! Welcome into the Captain J. Hood morning show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you. On a fabulous Friday, we we'll would open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good Morning Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for watching our show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago. And, Cap, it's good to see you. You survived the Windy City Bulls. I survived, barely, Evansville, Indiana, and we're back together again. There you go. I had the Windy City Bulls with Mark Schinowski
1: last night out at the Now Arena in Hofstra State. had a lot of fun. I did Valpo Bradley on Wednesday. You had Evansville UIC. Oh, boy. And now we're back
2: together again. Now, C-Cap, here's the thing. Now, this there's something that we said about travel, especially modern travel. It wasn't like our parents back in the day. If you want to take a trip to Florida or a trip, uh, take a trip down south, you're getting in the station wagon, you're getting in the van and you're driving. And you're driving for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And what's your entertainment? Not your telephone, not your cell phone. No, no. You know what you have? You've got music. The old, or the old radio. Whatever dad has because he's the one driving, you got the old radio. Now if you want to listen to news talk or if you want to be able to listen to music, he had the radio. He had the steering wheel. He did. Here in 2023, you can travel any way you want to. You can get on the train if you want to. You could fly. I mean, modern technology is terrific, especially when it comes to travel. Or you could travel sleeper bus like I did, the old sleeper bus. And people say, what's that? Well, that's a sardine can with, like, little areas where people could be able to sleep. Mm -hmm. So nothing like traveling with a bunch of seven-footers trying to find their way to kind of butter themselves into the old sleeper bus, trying to get themselves in a compartment. Of course, they're all athletic and they can be able to slide it anyway. And then there's me. <laughs> then there's me. Okay? So the good old Jay Hood. And I said, you know what? There's no way I'm gonna be able to get back in time for the show yesterday morning. Because we're leaving Evansville, Indiana. And of course, we win the game because Evansville's bad. So we beat Evansville. And so we're leaving about mm, 10 15. That's a long trip. Yeah. You might as well say you might as well just say five hours. Yeah. Oh <laughs> on bus a little longer. Yeah. But the old big wheels uh, turning, Mal, pal, let me tell you, that's
1: about six hours. I saw the picture you sent to me of one of the trips with the sleeper compartments, I'm like, okay, I'm five foot, eight and a half. Yes. I would
2: struggle in those compartments. You or a seven footer, no shot. Cap, I'm in there, right? And we have a driver name. We'll just call her Trouble, okay? She's got blue hair mixed with a little blonde hair. And she's there, and she's like, hey, guys, we're going to have a great time. I said, oh, God, as soon as she spoke, I said, we're going to be in trouble here. Because she's like, we're going to have a good time. She's high piping the players as they come on the bus. I said, okay, here we go. Yeah, just here we go. Bus. We just want you to just drive, pal. Just keep it on the road, right? Correct. We know it's a long trip. It's six hours, six, six and a half hours. Correct. Cap, let me just tell you something. It's nothing like being on that couch. Someone says, ah, oh, you know, I can get on one of these, you know, one of these compartments, I'll sleep up top. And, I, you know, Kenny Williams, all six foot of them, says, I'll sleep up top. All right, no problem. And then you got me. You know, I'm not going to climb my big ass up there. You think I'm going to get in one of those compartments? No shot. There's no shot. There's no way I can get in there. So I'm sleeping on the, um, on the old sofa right behind the driver. Cap, let me just tell you something. You get on the old sofa and it's not comfortable like your own bed, right? You sleep on your back or sleep on your side. It's not like being at home or in a nice hotel. Right, not the same thing. Now, Cap, you know, there's me, and I'm trying to sleep on my side. Of course, she's making the old wide turns, trouble making the big wide turns. I got my hand on on the floor of this bus so I won't roll over and and, and fall down. Wow, like the whole time, real relaxing. I, yeah, try, try, yeah, nothing like feeling like you're just gonna roll over and fall on your face. Off the couch, over onto the floor. So I'm just holding on as much as I can. Right hand there, just to hold myself. Because if I go over, it's an avalanche. Anyone else falls, just fall. Me, avalanche. All of this going, oh, God! Right, right to the floor. Uh. <laughs> I, can't. I can't have that, man. Can't have the avalanche falling into it. I couldn't do that. So nothing, like, nothing says comfort. Like getting on one of these sleeper buses and feeling like you're going to fall the entire time. With trouble, by the way. And I'm not there's a little something strange about that and driver. It's raining, oh, freezing boy. rain. Boy. Now you go from seventy-three degrees, and it was in Evansville, somehow it's like, wow, it was beautiful. And you're starting to travel, man, it gets colder and colder and colder. And by the way, nothing like a six hour bus trip with a draft. Draft. Cold draft. I don't mean like beer draft. I'm talking about you could feel the cold air coming out underneath the bus, onto the bus. Comfortable. Oh, Yeah, sounds it. That's the road trip, pal. That's what you got to deal with. Fun when you. And you you young kids want to be broadcasters. Hey, hey, is that hey? I loved being with the team and loved that we were able to win the game. But just the other side of it. Okay, so you are at Evansville. I was
1: at Valparaiso Wednesday night. Bradley wins. Yes, I get a call. I called you immediately. Yes, I get a call at like twelve o'clock. I'm working out. Yellow. And then I'm going to drop. Yellow. Yellow. Uh, Cap, don't leave yet. Excuse me? Game's at six. I'm going to work out, shower, grab something to eat, and I'm, I'll be there. We may not play. What? What do you mean? Well, the pool is connected to the facility where they play. hmm Somebody spilled some chemicals into the pool by mistake trying to clean it. Mm-hmm. Hazmat, shut it down. They had to seal the building. They didn't know if they would let us in. Brother. I get the call from the conference office, the great Jack Watkins. Two o'clock. All right, all clear. Hazmat just cleared. You're good. Get in the car. Oh my
2: God. Okay. I mean, that that's a dangerous situation. Yes. Now we're talking about things that are somewhat humorous. And then you could be Nate Oates at Alabama. Oh boy. For
1: people that aren't aware, so his best player is a top 5 pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Brandon Miller? Yeah. He was outstanding the last game. The they, last game they he met with the police department again. Mm-hmm. They cleared him of wrongdoing in this case apparently. He took a laundry basket allegedly mm-hmm. from his place. And brought it to another guy. The guy said, bring me the laundry basket. Allegedly. Yes. And there was a firearm in the laundry basket in the laundry. Mm -hmm. He said, I had no idea. I just brought him the laundry basket. The guy takes the firearm after Brandon Miller's gone and kills somebody. Yep. So, are you going to, is he going to play? Is he going to jail? Like, all of this was swirling. The police clear him allow him to play, and he hits the game-winner and scores 41. Hits the game-winner in overtime.
2: Barely getting past South Carolina, so you know that that
1: story lingered over and the you program. Got somebody mur- I think two people died, right? Yep. And Nate Oates, the coach, comes out and says something to the effect of, I mean, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yes, the indifference there. Very indifferent. Yeah. Now he's had to apologize. It's a firestorm. Yeah, it just, it's that's something. That's the world of college basketball.
2: So, but so there's the hazmat suit and then me almost falling on my face on a six-hour, you know, bus trip. And then there's Nate Oates and there's actual real life. Yep. That's, I mean, that's the world of college athletics. There's no question about that. It's crazy. So I'm off the bus, Jay Moore. I'm, a, I'm back now. I, I'm like, but it was a long trip, that's for sure. So... You know, here's something that we don't cover very often. We talk about the individual player, but we don't cover the team as often as much, you know, as as much as we do because, well, we want to keep listeners. Mm -hmm. And that's the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm -hmm. But we know that over there on the west side, there's at least two Hall of Famers that we know of that's still part of the team. Mm -hmm. That's Jonathan Taves, who we reported on this week, and he's still going through his issues. Probably done for the season. Yeah, his health issues is very tough. And then there's Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane is a guy that Cap has said many times feels like he is the greatest American-born player that we've seen in hockey. That really says a lot about the sport of hockey. Which Patrick Kane, in a Blackhawk sweater, it could be the greatest American hockey player that we've ever seen. But there's a possibility that after three Stanley Cups and all the great moments that he's given us, it's a possibility that he could be moved. Well, the trade deadline is the third of March. That's next week. Mm-hmm. That's
1: next Friday. There is a very strong chance, not telling you it's done, very strong chance that this is the last show you and I will do with Patrick Kane as a member of the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. There is a very realistic possibility that Patrick Kane is getting traded this weekend. Now, uh, Shay's working on some audio from Pierre Lebrun. Mm-hmm. He's looking to listen to it and see if there's any latest news, but reportedly... He, since he has a no-movement clause, he's driving the bus, Patrick Kane is. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Like, most jobs, okay, we don't want you guys hosting that show, or we don't want you selling insurance. You're out. Patrick Kane has all the cards. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Kane very easily can say to them, I ain't going anywhere. Sorry. Good luck to you. And I'm a free agent this this summer, and I'm going to go somewhere else. And they get nothing. Mm -hmm. But he's a good guy, and he wants to be good to the organization, and he'd like to win another ring. If you guys feel that you're better without me here and you can get something, I want to help you out. But he's made it clear through his, uh, his agents that he is only going to give them one team. He's not going to go, well, I'll look at Ottawa and Vancouver and Tampa and Florida and San Jose. No. I'm going to give you one team. Kind of cuts your negotiating power down. Yep. Uh, I want to go reportedly to the Rangers. Yes. to play with Artemi Panero who used to be on the Hawks.
2: It's a uh, it's a team that we uh, speculated on earlier this week that it was either them or Toronto. I think I said that right. there was Rangers But I know through the New York papers that they were very hot on Patrick Kane, and rightfully so. Okay, so there is a question that we want to
1: ask because we don't talk hockey. We leave that to Waddle and Sylvie. They're the hockey experts on the station. What's that? Go ahead. Is Patrick Kane the greatest Chicago athlete of the 21st century?
2: Well, that, uh, that says a lot here. I mean, Patrick Kane is definitely the team photo. Well, you've had three Stanley Cups, yeah. a Cubs
1: World Series, a White Sox World Series. You've had Derrick Rose and the Bulls get to the Eastern Conference Finals. You've had DeMar DeRozan go to back-to-back All-Star Games. You've had Zach Levine go to the All-Star Game and play on the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. The Bears have had their share of Brian Urlacher to the Hall of Fame. Olin Krutz, Peanut, Tillman, Lance Briggs all may get to the Hall of Fame. Khalil Mack will go to the Hall of Fame, was here for a brief amount of time. I don't
2: know, man. Is Patrick Kane the best athlete since the year 2000 in this city? So, Shane, let's open the phone lines on that. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Whether you're into hockey or not, you have to respect the athlete. And that is Patrick Kane because he, along with Jonathan Taves, Joel Quinville, uh, Marion Hossa, and others, were able to give us three Stanley Cup championships, again, No one will ever redefine sports for me to tell me that championships don't matter or playoffs don't matter. Yes, because we don't see a lot of it in this city, it's great to be able to see championships. We saw three Stanley Cups. And so Patrick Kane was um, the tip of the spear for all of this for the Chicago Blackhawks. So when we say, is Patrick Kane the greatest Chicago athlete in the 21st century? If we say Patrick Kane, can you beat that? 312-332-ESPN 332-3776 Our phone number We say 21st century Starts from 2000 To where we are right now If Kane is not the best Who is the best Over the last 23 years In this town and J. Hood Weekday mornings At 7
1: You're listening to and J. Hood Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
4: Captain J
2: Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Is Patrick Kane the greatest Chicago athlete in the 21st century? Now, the reason why we ask this question is because there's a possibility that by the time we are off the air, maybe this weekend, that Patrick Kane will no longer be a Chicago Blackhawk. You say, oh, who cares? Well, we care because he's one of the great players that we've ever seen in a Chicago sports uniform. Again, you cannot discount the three Stanley Cup championships. We don't get a lot of championships or playoff appearances in the city, and so when we think about Taves and Kane, they're part—they're woven in the fabric of championship teams here in the city. And so when we take a look at sports over the last twenty-three years, Cap, think about the Bears that we mentioned. Right, we mm-hmm. talked about Brian Urlacher, and you think about—I mean—he is the face of the Bears in 2000, in this era, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, yes, there was Khalil Mack, but we're talking about a Hall of Famer in Brian Erlacher. We're, we're talking about Devin Hester. We're talking about players of that ilk in the Lovey Smith era. And then from there, you take a look at the Cubs with Rizzo and Bryant. Arietta, again, it might have been a short stint, but he meant so much to that team. John Lester the same way with the White Sox. Paul Konerko is the face of White Sox baseball this generation. In this century. Think about it. As much as I like Jose Abreu and... Paul Canerco would probably be the guy at the top
1: of the White Sox list from 2000.
2: I think uh, Jerry Reinsdorf would agree. I think he would agree with him. Has to be. Because the
1: greatest... Burley was a really good
2: pitcher, but he wasn't that guy. No. Canerco? Beast. I think so. I think so. Just remember, the greatest moment in Jerry Reinsdorf's life is when he got the ball. He had no idea Paul had it. Greatest moment of my life. Got the, got the, started to cry up, start to tear right. up because he, he couldn't was like, believe it. It's like, I get the baseball, me? Like, he didn't even know it was like in the side pocket for Kaderko.
1: And then Rizzo pulled the same
2: thing and didn't get his contract. He did not. <laughs> he, he did not. No, he did not. And happy to be a Yankee today, Anthony Rizzo. Yes. But then for the Bulls, is that Derek Rose in 2000, in, in this uh, century? Derek Rose? You know, Jimmy Butler is part of this as well. That's right. Forgot about buckets, Jimmy G. Buckets. Mm-hmm. Jimmy gets buckets. Um, that's all the Thibodeau era stuff, though. I mean, after the championship run, you move past Cartwright and Skiles, and you know, and Floyd Hoiberg. This moved, okay. just that. Just so can move. past So can we that. can we put an
1: executive or coach on that list? Well, that's Joe Quinville. Joe Quinville won three rings. Okay. Theo Epstein. Ended a hundred and eight years of insanity. Yep, came in and said, "I'm going to blow this completely up and rebuild it. And we're going to win." Yeah. And he did it. Yeah, that's part of it. So Jed, right. Jed was part of it, but he it was Theo's team at the time. So Theo would get the credit there. Joe Madden. Hmm. Joe Madden had an amazing run here. Right. So who who goes on that list? They were the best of Chicago sports since the year 2000.
2: So let's take your phone calls in on that. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, because there's a good possibility, based on everything that we're reading and we're watching all the wires now, that Patrick Kane could be traded here either this morning, sometime this weekend, because as Cap mentioned, the trade deadline is right around the corner. Next Friday. By next Friday, people expect that he'll be gone. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. 3776. If we say Patrick Kane is the greatest Chicago athlete of the 21st century, can you beat that? Let's go to the South Side. Here is John on ESPN 1000 on Captain J Hood. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? What's up, man? We're great, John.
1: Good, good. Hey, man. Uh, so yeah, my pick was Devin Hester. I mean, that whole year, don't kick it to Devin. Are you going to kick it to Devin? Dude opens up the Super Bowl with that, you know, kickoff return. Okay. I like it okay so Devin Hester and I'm not disagreeing with you that he was amazing Devin Hester's failed again this year to get in the Hall of Fame when Patrick Kane's time is up Patrick Kane is a unanimous first
2: ballot Hall of Famer unanimous but either way they both get in no we, matter no matter I, the timetable I would think right John I would have believed so
1: too yeah but I mean how is was set up with the Hall of Fame when when they decided to NHL and the NFL so, so, because Devin Hester's number six on the list. They look at the five guys and go, all right, this is it. And then they run Right. Don't it's a horrible it. process. People, though, who don't know that, they have 15 finalists. Okay. Number one, Jonathan Hood. Yes. He's in. Number two, he's it. You get the first five. Yeah, they're all in. We don't even talk about six to 15.
2: Sorry. You're out. Yeah. But you know what, though? The NFL gets it right, though. You may not get the Hall of Fame nomination when you want it, but you'll, you'll get it. I think out of all of them, I respect the NFL and their Hall of Fame. Eventually, those guys get in. How often do we say, I can't believe this guy got screwed? I can't. I'm usually, at some point. Eventually. Posthumously, alive, either way, they get in. Correct. The only bitch that we would have, you and I, would say, did you put enough offensive linemen for the Bears in in the Ditka era? Did you put enough? Did, was there enough offensive linemen that got in from Correct. the Bears, 85 Bears Correct. team?" Because offensive linemen are not splash players,
1: but you got to have them to win.
2: Right, don't you think Jay Hilgenberg's a Hall of Famer?
1: First blush, yeah, I'd have to go back and look, you know, all the analytics, pressures allowed and all that. But yes, I would think probably right. Jimbo Covert's already in. Yeah. I think Olin Kruitz is a Hall of Famer. I think
2: eventually that will happen.
1: Probably will. He's yeah. ranked, if you look by any of the metrics, one of the top 15 centers to ever play in the sport.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: That sounds like a hall of famer to me. Yeah, eventually that will happen. I, you you got to dig for those analytics, though, Cap. You do, because <laughs> pancakes are not necessarily available where you can look at where the offensive lineman stats. Correct. That's why they're not popular in fantasy football. Correct. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. What? So let's talk to you about this as far as Patrick Kane. We're going to play King of the Mountain here, Cap. We got Patrick Kane as a King of the Mountain. Can someone knock him off? As the athlete of uh, the century, let's get your thoughts here as we like, go Is there soon. anybody current? Oh, um, Dansby Swanson. Wow. <laughs> the leader of the Cubs, as you read in the Sun-Times a couple days ago. Yes. The leader of the Cubs. Already. Excuse me?
1: He is that guy the way he is as a leader. That's what everybody Cap. I've talked to out there, like,
2: dude. Cap. That guy, it, it's his locker room. Cap. He just got here. Agreed. That's, that's a little, that's, again, that's a little too fast. How about a couple of regular season games under your under your belt? Maybe maybe maybe, maybe some home runs, maybe some impact plays. People were
1: saying that about Jonathan Taves when he got named captain at 20.
2: 20 year old. You're the captain,
1: and he was. He's that guy.
2: Yes, as far as we know, he was twenty. Yes. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you, Lagrange. He's actually, forty nine. <laughs> Here is Mike in Lagrange, Johnny ESPN one thousand. All right, Mike.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. So. I do agree with you on Patrick Kane, but if we're talking about rings, I think you have to consider Mark Burley for how much of a dominant stretch that he had, especially in maybe what we'll never see again with all those complete starts and going late in the games. I think you do need to consider him.
2: So we're going to do King of the Mountain, and we're going to knock out Patrick Kane for Mark Burley.
1: Yeah, I I cannot co-sign with you there. And he's a great, great guy to have on your
2: team. Yes. No doubt. King of the Mountain? He's no just, chance. In the, for this century, no. And again, I'm a White Sox fan and knows I know what Burley meant to the White Sox. Correct. He just would not be the face of Chicago sports for this century. Right. You, nev- do you don't look at yeah, him and, you and know, go. Singletary always
1: tries to stick his beak in there. You he don't here, Mike. You Can't know, do it. You don't look at Mark Burley and go, there's a Hall of Famer right there. Look, you know what a Hall of Famer looks like. Oh, yes. Now, you need Mark Burley to win. No but- question about it. No question. Like, it's just not him. W- what about Anthony Rizzo? What about him? On and off the field. He yeah. was a multi time All Star, multi time Gold Glove, world champion, amazing in the community, had an award winning radio show on ESPN 1000. He did? He did. Didn't say a lot, but he was on.
2: <laughs> Someone had to host that for him.
1: Still remember getting off the air. And he's calling me. Not what you're thinking about. He calls. Cap, I just got a call from the union. You can't ask me those questions about, do we make, you know, should we cut the schedule down? It was all over USA oh, Today.
2: for heaven's sakes.
1: Immediately. He's like, my agent just called. The union wants to talk. They're mad. Please, give me a break here. Then, I ask him if he's vaccinated. <laughs> well, you're vaccinated, right? No. Uh... But he's standing next to me. That my phone's ringing. Uh Uh-oh. Is aching. Uh-oh. What? Why would you ask him that? I said, well, I assumed as a
2: cancer survivor, it was. Shame on me. Silly me. I thought a cancer survivor would be vaccinated. Right. I mean, it was almost just like a throwaway question. It's like, oh, vaccinations. I mean, you're vaccinated, right? Well, he brought that they're talking about it in the locker room. I said, well, how do you handle
1: that? You're vaccinated. Well, actually, I'm not. What? (laughs) <laughs> and then my phone started within a minute. Yes. I go, Hoodie, look. He's yes. like Well, we just lost Cap.
2: Yeah. And you're, I walked out. You were you're done for the last twenty minutes of the show. On the phone. Because be, it's not your fault. The client gave it up. The he should be kicking them out just for that admission, I think. Uh, we go to Lewis in Broadview on ESPN one thousand on Cap and J Hood. All right, Louis. Hey, what's up? Good morning, guys. Hey, I got kind of a two-parter here. Um, It involves the same guy, but uh, where do you guys rank Pina Tillman? And if the Bears would have won that Super Bowl in 05, where where would you guys have ranked him
5: as one of the greatest players to come out of this great city of ours? And do you guys think he's going to the Hall of Fame?
2: Well, I do think
5: at
1: some
2: point he's getting in the Hall of Fame. He's He's that good. He's in the Hall of Fame, but he's overshadowed by Urlacher and his prowess, I believe. As a defensive team, Agreed. yes, the turnovers primarily came from Peanut because of the peanut punch. But think about those linebackers, how fast and how effective that defense was under Lovey Smith in yep. the 06 Super Bowl. Agreed. So that that's the whole thing. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. And again, we have to wait on it, Cap, but it's going to happen. Uh, Bill in Arlington Heights on ESPN 1000 on Cap and Jay hood Good morning, Bill. William, what's up, man?
5: good morning fellas i uh i had a little bit of a late start this morning so i tuned in a little late at first i didn't hear the 21st century part so my first uh choice as uh the greatest chicago athlete was originally going to be bo jackson because i think not only is he one of the best chicago athletes but pure athlete of all time uh but when i heard the 21st century part i'd I had to change my answer to uh, Derek Rose. I think pure athleticism, pure athlete, I think Derek Rose had it uh, above anyone else. Now, rings aside, he didn't have any rings, but if we're just talking about pure athleticism, I mean, I, I think it's hard to argue. I mean, Devin Hester, he's up there, but, you know, what Derek Rose was able to do on the court – you know, I think that's something that could translate across multiple
2: sports. I guess what it comes down to, Bill, is what... what Thanks for the call, man. Is, I think it comes down to what could have been with Derrick Rose. Correct. I always was left wanting more. Yes. You think, okay. you think about Derrick Rose? Go ahead, Shay. I was just going to say, Derrick Rose, a guy that was with the ball club for a long time, and we always wondered, if he was healthy, what could have happened? Yeah. I think there was a ceiling to his success because LeBron was in the division, too, though. I also think that management... This
1: Remember when they broke up the bench mob? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, are you are we all in this to win or not? Right? Yeah. Come on now. What
2: are we doing here? Hey, Tibbs, I know we're close, but we can't pay all those guys. Yep. Really? That was a shot at Thibodeau and, and a shot at what he tried to build. That team could barely scratch 100 points a game, but he built it the best way he could defensively. We
1: have more than enough to win.
2: No, you don't. I used to say that to him. It's my friend.
1: I'd be like, why do you say that? Because I'm not going to be that guy whining for more players.
2: Yeah. Management should know better. Jesse Rogers will join us in an hour from now with the latest with the Cubs and Sox in spring training. But coming up next, what is your responsibility as a fan? We'll hear from Tim Anderson of the White Sox coming up next. Captain Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's
3: headlines Headlines.
2: with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Blackhawks made another deal yesterday. No, not involving Patrick Kane, sending former seventh-round pick Josiah Slavin for Anaheim Ducks forward Hunter Drew. The 24-year-old Drew reported to the Rockford Ice Hogs. The potential of the Patrick Kane trade is looming large. The New York Rangers listed two of their players, including former first-round pick Vitaly Krasitov. Have you heard about this guy, Vitali Krasitov? Yeah.
5: All right. Yeah, as unavailable,
2: signing uh, roster management. ILL, INI, they picked up a huge victory over 21st-ranked Northwestern after trailing by 18 at halftime, erasing a 14-point deficit in the final 10 minutes. Terrence Shannon, He scored 14 of the Illini's final 24 points with Illinois, sealing a late victory 66-62. Jeff Bezos, the Amazon owner, has reportedly hired an investment firm to explore a purchase of the Washington Commanders. Jay Moore.
1: Okay, it's about that time.
0: You're tuned in to the Captain Jay Hood Show.
2: Everything ain't hardcore, you know.
0: On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
2: Captain Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000. And streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you can find Crosstalk Unhinged Waddle. Waddle, Sylvie, Carmen, Yurko, they all work blue. They're not the boys in blue, but you can catch Crosstalk Unhinged available on the ESPN Chicago app. Great to have you in here on this Friday morning. We've been talking to you about the Chicago sports athlete of the 21st century. And Patrick Kane, as we reported, is uh, likely to be traded. Of course, we've got to keep our eyes on uh, Pat Boyle and Barstool Chief with the hockey show. They'll have uh, updated information over the weekend.
1: Pat Boyle is my go-to guy, along with the great Hall of Famer, Eddie Olchek, mm-hmm. for my hockey
2: intel. Barstool Chief? Barstool Chief as well. I listen to the show. Mm-hmm. So. So, uh, so we'll keep our eyes on that. And we're saying, Patrick Kane, could he be the greatest athlete in the 21st century? And we're playing King of the Mountain. If you can knock off Patrick Kane, who is it if not Patrick Kane? 312 3776. Also, there's this from Tim Anderson from the Chicago White Sox. Now, I read this about a day or, or two ago, Cap, regarding some comments from Tim Anderson. Whatever you think of Tim Anderson with the White Sox, he's the face of the team. Mm-hmm. And not just in Chicago, but also nationally. When they, you think Sox, you think about Tim Anderson. No question. The whole change the game thing, where he feels like he's in some ways the Jackie Robinson of of the White Sox or his sport is the way he carries himself I like Tim Anderson a lot mm-hmm. and Tim was uh, get a chance to talk to Chuck Garfine this is on the White Sox podcast is it not this is on the White
1: Sox talk podcast on NBC Sports Chicago with Chuck Garfine
2: so things
4: got real about last season Tim Anderson the plan is you know we know not to you know do what we did last year so uh, you know there's a lot of room to grow and um, you know, just a lot of confusion. A lot of people pulling from, from different angles, you know, uh not just in the clubhouse. You know, fans as well. Um, a little bit of everybody. So, uh, you know, the, the ultimate goal is, you know, try to try to dumb that down and get it back on, you know, pulling from the same screen with everybody, including you. Including me. What do you mean including me? Including you. What are you trying to say? I ain't gotta say, it, you know what? I, I, well, <laughs> that that I was questioning why you guys couldn't win? Yeah. 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 We don't know, but uh, you know, if you if you if you if you're a partisan, you're like and you're like one of our supporters, and you see somebody struggling, that's like you know that's kind of like uh you know if you see your wife struggling, you gonna pat her on the back, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one of those things. We are on the same umbrella. I think we should all be pulling from the same screen, and not tearing each other down, um, and not tearing players down, or you know we don't tear you down. So yeah. I think it's just one of those things. We got to support each other. We support you. We make ourselves access to you. Yeah. You know when you want to talk to us. So it's just kind of one of those things that we all got to be, you know, be on a positive screen and pull from the same screen. And uh, I think we can be better as a whole.
2: Okay, so Cap, he was going along just fine Mm -hmm. until he started talking about the fans, the media. He was doing just fine until that particular part of the conversation. Now, I'm sh- Tim and Chuck Garfine know one another, clearly, because Very well. Tim is just kind of poking Chuck in the ribs there, talking about, hey, you got to pull from the same string or from the same rope, whatever the you phrase talk about is. about the
1: screen because, like, social media or all the posts, everything's always negative.
2: Okay. All right. Well, Cap, here's one thing I would tell to Tim Anderson. And, again, I like Tim personally on a one-on-one basis and, of course, him coming on the shows. The first thing you cannot do and think that you're going to win in the court of public opinion is start talking about the fans. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to win. That, that You just won't. If you talk about what you have to do internally to be able to get to a point to win, that's one thing. But you cannot be in that... And again, you appreciate the honesty because it comes from his heart, but it's wrong. Because you'll never win in that. Here's an organization that has struggled. You tell me if I'm wrong. Stop me if I'm wrong. Okay, An organization that has struggled with... Public opinion and PR for a long time. Mm-hmm. And perception. Agreed. Whether that perception's right or wrong, right? Correct. But perception is reality. Right. But this is, I'm talking about the White Sox. For a long time, the, the idea that, well, the White Sox are measuring column inches versus what the Cubs have in the newspapers. That used to be an old axiom back in the day in the 90s, right? Correct. How come the Sox don't get as much coverage as the Cubs, all this, right? So the, what I'm saying is, is that the Sox don't need any smoke that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The, the Sox underachieve. You fall on your sword and you try to get better for this season. Okay. But you don't, as a team leader, talk about, well, everyone's got to pull from the same screen or whatever that phrase is. Mm-hmm. Because um, this is how it works in professional sports. Mm-hmm. When you win, everyone is exalting you. When you underachieve, a fan or media or anyone else has a right to say, hey, you guys have underachieved. How will you get better? So it, Again, some athletes have a hard time uh, trying to decipher what college sports is and what professional sports is. College sports with the college newspaper, ah, we lost a tough game. Ah, we fell short. Certain phrase that you use, right? Mm-hmm. This team fell short. But you know what? We have another chance tomorrow. Well, again, for 162 games in a Major League Baseball season cap, when you lose or when you struggle or when you underachieve in a city like this, we're going to talk about it. Say Phoenix, man. Correct. So Tim Anderson's got to understand that. I
1: had more than my share of issues with players as they came through because they would hear something and go, dude, what are you doing ripping me on the air? No, I didn't rip you the person. I ripped your performance. Yes. I remember getting into it with Marlon Bird, who left the batting cage and got in my face. We trust you in that locker room and you completely violated that trust. I heard you last night crushing us, but... Yeah. You guys are 19 games under 500. I have a job to do. Yes. And he and I are cool now. Mm-hmm. He came in to audition at NBC, walked by my desk and went, oh, God. you work here? Because <laughs> he doesn't live in Chicago. I'm yeah. like, yeah, have for a long time. Brother, I'm auditioning. I need a job. Are we cool? I'm like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, Come on, man. It was over five seconds after you assaulted me from the, the batting cage. Joe Madden, who was on with Waddle and Sylvie yesterday, it was a really good interview. I said to him, "Did I make you mad with my criticisms? You're winning all these games, and I'm blasting him on the post game show." Yeah, but it's entertainment, brother. I get it. It's entertainment, brother. Yes, he goes. You have to entertain.
2: But I mean, but Tim, it has to understand Cap that hey, if Chuck Arfine, if Chuck, Chuck Arfine has something negative to say about the White Sox, then you're in a bad place. Well, pretty Chuck, much. Chuck, I love Chuck.
1: Yeah. Chuck is not a slash-and-burn shock jock. No. He's not. And when the White Sox, what did they finish, 11 games out? I, I believe it was yeah, 11 yeah. games out if for a, a team club, that many yeah. of us, me included, picked to win the World Series. Yes. If you lost Chuck, that's on you, not
2: him. He needs to understand that, though. Like. He's going after Garfine or going after the media or fans. Listen, when you underachieve a team that was a playoff team Mm -hmm. to not be a playoff team, Mm -hmm. as a White Sox fan, I have every right to say, why did you underachieve and how can you get better? This ain't college where it's like, yeah, you underachieve, but you'll go get them the next game or get them the next season. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's not how that works in this city. Absolutely not. If, If it's too much for you, play for the Marlins correct 312-332-ESPN 332-3776 is our phone number Tim Anderson said that the fans and media need to be more positive what is your responsibility as a fan let's talk about that coming up next I want to get your reaction to what Tim Anderson had to say with Chuck Garfine it's Captain J Hood mornings 7 to 10
1: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for
2: Sports. ESPN Chicago. We got Shot or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood with you. Tim Anderson talking about the responsibility for media and fans. Hey.
4: Beyond on the same page. Was I tearing you down? No, you weren't tearing me down. You were just, just causing a lot of confusion. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was causing... I was... Re- listen, to... After a lot... I mean, but you got to think about it. The fans listen to you. Yeah. Right. You're right. talking. We don't talk. We just play. Well, you, no, you talk. You can talk. We don't talk, though. When the game's on, we don't talk. The we don't talk. They're listening to you. Right. So uh, if we're putting out positive energy, then positive energy is going to always yeah. follow us. You know what I'm saying? I tried. Yeah. I tried to be as positive as I could. <laughs> it's a rough season. It's okay. We understand. Um, you know, but uh, but ultimate goal, man, managed to, you know, just continue to go out and, and play hard, and uh, you know, really see what happened.
2: Yeah, that's what it comes down to. You play hard, then the positivity starts to permeate throughout White Sox Nation. So it just It's not the responsibility of Chuck Garfine to be the house organ, to just accentuate the positives and hide the negatives on this baseball team, on this lousy baseball team. Stop. On the home of the Sox, ESPN 1000. Go ahead. That is
1: correct. You are 100% correct. But as someone who did 25 years of Cubs pre and post, I had more than my share of athletes, managers, executives, not happy. Well, guess what? Your lousy ball club deserves me to be honest. Yep, honest. That got me in trouble multiple times. Sure. Do you have to be that critical? Yes. Yeah. They're
2: sixty-seven and ninety-five. What would you like me to say? Yeah. The team is lousy. You have to call it away. again because we have so many listeners. Cap, you cannot just try to sweep it under the rug when you struggle. You got to say it. Hundred percent. It doesn't have to be personal. But you give the facts. Correct. If I come out and say, so-and-so's a A
1: jackass, that's getting personal and that's wrong. But if I come out and go, I remember one of the athletes went 0 for 4 and left the bases loaded three times. Mm -hmm. Struck out four times. I do the post game and I said, Jonathan Hood killed us today. He left 12 runners on base. He struck out four times and he dropped a ball in the outfield. He was awful today. Next day, dude, you killed me. My wife said you were crushing me on the post game. I'm like, you were 0 for 4 struck out four times, left the bases loaded three times. We
2: lost by a run. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. On the Edens, here's John on ESPN 1000. Good morning, John. Johnny!
3: Hey, how are you guys? What's uh, up, Sparky? Tim Anderson needs to grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vote's for Patrick Kane. I'm from Chicago. I voted three times, twice by mail <laughs> And I was going to work, but I'm outside the studio now after I stopped at CVS. I got a drug test for cap. Anthony Rizzo, the greatest 21st athlete I, in Chicago. I didn't say that. Um, I didn't say uh, that. You said he's in the conversation. Stop get... the man cross. I'm bringing the piss test. He's not an all-time great first baseman. Wait a minute. At times... He's not even the best first baseman in Chicago.
1: Stop yourself.
2: Paul Canerco.
3: Take the drug test cap. Anthony Rizzo, go hug and kiss him. Not an all-time great. Not even in the conversation. Take that and piss in the cup.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love that passion. I will give give John something out of the office. We had to clean the office out. Give John something, a bottle of Tito's a cheap bottle of wine that somebody sent here. Oh, give him good. something.
0: Yeah. That was a great cheap bottle. Call. You hear that hoodie? Yeah. Get him a
1: cheap bottle. Well, that's Don't all give him one of the good there. ones. There is no good ones up there. There it? No. I gave the good ones to Yurka.
2: Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get him a Boda box. <laughs> John, we appreciate the phone call. Leave line open. 312 332 ESP is our call. phone number. Joey G. Joey. Hammer. What's up, Joseph? Hoodie.
0: Dad? I'm going to start off backwards, Dan. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> then I'm going to go to the top. Pat, if you go with championships, you got to take Kane.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you don't go with championships, uh, 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 Canerco. He's got one. Yeah. Canerco, I, I think, would be uh, in
1: the 20th century. Look, Kanuiko was a wonderful player. He's not a hall of famer. Yeah, Yeah, we're going twenty first century, Joseph. Uh, He is a wonderful player. Mm -hmm. The best since two thousand? No shot. Nor is Anthony Rizzo. I simply threw out the contenders. Some names, yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Are you not to me as a fan? Ah! (laughs) Would I do that, Joey? You're damn right. Are you not to
0: me as a fan? Would I? That's another thing too. Now that with the thing uh, with the interview. You know, that's a memory I'll take to the grave when he hit the game-winning home run in the Field of Dreams
2: game. Oh, my God, yes.
0: Okay? But now, after that, when fans spend three, dollars $400 per person at the game, you got to shut your mouth. Yeah. You can't bash the fans. And Chuck Garfite is like a saint.
1: Chuck or is a, reporter.
0: a
2: saint. Chuck's a good man. He's a good man, really. He
0: really is. Hang on so, a second.
2: Hold oh, yeah, so, on, uh, Joey, because Tom in Oakland wants to weigh in with the same topic. Go ahead, Tom. Good morning.
3: Yeah, yeah. So um, say hello to Joey hey, G, Andy. Tom. Oh, with Joey G. Uh, what's up, Joey G? So Tom, how are you, uh, pal? I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. Going How's to get my cup of coffee. Oh, the, fa- the fam, the family. I just dropped off my little guy at school, so he's he's a little upset because he's got to go to school. So, but what do you know? Yeah, we, we her. Have- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, as far as Tim Anderson wanting to blame Chuck Garfine for the negative vibes, I mean, we as fans, we're not. Does he think we're stupid? We we know an underachieving team when we see one. And, if he wants to bring, if he wants us to bring out the positive vibes, then play better. You know, uh, I mean, we would love to give out the positive vibes. Like, like Wado and Sylvia said, we're the we're the city of big hugs, big stat. We want to give out a statue to everybody. We want to retire everybody's number and everything like that. So how about this? How about you play better and play harder instead of worrying about your tired legs? There, Ta. That
2: that's right. Space, you feel the same way, right? Space. I'll oh, take yeah, that, Sylvie,
1: definitely. three at a time.
3: What's up, guys? What's up? Space! Promoter outer Hey, What's up, Hey, I miss you guys, man. Hey, but I miss you, bottom line, <laughs> I know, right?
0: Bottom line, T.A., I love T.A., right? I love the guy, but he does need to shut up on this one, man. You cannot tell us. Hoodie says it all the time. Don't tell me how to fan and that's what you're doing by telling us to sit down and be happy for a mediocre product. I mean, we pay too much money. Even if I'm just sitting at home watching you on cable TV, I'd pay for cable. I want to see a good product. I'm not watching Pop Warner. If, if you want a participation trophy, go back to high school or Pop Warner or something like that. But in the big league here in Chicago, man, if you want us to cheer for you, Put out a good result, and we'll do that.
3: Joey G, you agree with up. that? Well, we'll yeah. give that guy applause. Mm-hmm. So, you, yeah. say,
2: you agree with that, Joey? You hear what they said? I love this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah, shut shut your mouth. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> Tired legs. You're getting a paycheck every two weeks that I make in, in, in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and you got to yap about the fans. And one more thing, I know I know I'm pressed for time. Yesterday's uh, comment about the triple crown, uh, hammer hoodie, Payton—that'd mm-hmm. be a great morning show. That's all I meant about it. To the Danny Zetterman, I would—he took my first phone call. I would never throw Danny under the bus. And Danny, I love you. And if you took it the wrong way, I apologize.
1: Joey, have I- a great weekend, man. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Tom. Joey's- wants to be the director of content here.
2: Oh, good. Good. Yeah, Thank you, Space, Tom, Joey G, for being with us on the party line. We appreciate all of you.
4: Coming up, shot or no shot, two minutes on the Cap and Jaywood Morning Show. Come on.